Our second scripture lesson today comes from the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 2, verses 1 through 20. Listen now for the word of God. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the city of David called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged, and who was expecting a child. When they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son, and wrapped him in bands of cloth, and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angel had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Would you pray with me? And now may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. It was the dark of night, and it was bitterly cold. The shepherds huddled in their thick robes over a flickering fire on a hillside, trying to stay warm and to stay awake. In the distance, you could just make out the lights of the town of Bethlehem. But on the hillside, it was so dark that you could hardly see your hand in front of your face. But because it was so cold, the sky was clear, and if you looked up, you could see billions of stars twinkling their cold, clear light. The stars seemed so close, it might just be that if you stretched out your hand far enough, you would be able to touch them. The sheep were nearby. They knew to stay close to the shepherds for, and the fire for protection from wolves and other predators. Some were snuggled close together for the night, their breath making clouds in the night air. Others were quietly munching on grass on the hillside, trying to quiet their growling bellies. 
A few winter lambs were nuzzling their mothers for some warm milk to keep them warm. The shepherds were a motley crew. Shepherding was not a necessarily noble profession in those days. Shepherds worked hard, but they spent 24 hours a day, seven days a week, out in the fields with the sheep, and they smelled of dirt and grass and wool and other products of sheep that we might not mention in polite company. People tended to avoid shepherds. They were not welcome in fine homes or in the temple for worship. They served an important purpose, but they were not popular, and if truth be told, they were outcasts for the most part. They lived rough out in all kinds of weather, and their manners and their vocabulary mirrored their rough way of living. They had watched from a distance as a long line of travelers made their way from all over the region to Bethlehem, coming to register on the order of the Roman government so that they could be identified when it was time for them to pay their taxes. The shepherds knew the town was bustling with crowds of people who overflowed from every home and inn, and the shepherds were glad to be out of those crowds out there in the open air of the countryside, even if it was a long, cold night. It was hard not to nod off to sleep as you watched the sheep. Sheep are pretty boring, after all. Every once in a while, one or the other of them would nod off, only until some sheep bleeding on the hillside would jolt them awake once again. Suddenly, something truly amazing came to pass. A couple of them were dozing when it happened, and they were jolted awake, but they could not tell what had happened, what had awakened them at first. When they first opened their eyes, it was no longer dark, even though it was still the dead of night. The sky and the air all around them was ablaze with a light more brilliant than all the stars of the night sky. Light was wheeling and dancing all around them, and they thought they could see figures moving in the circling light. But what could those figures be? And then they heard music, high and loud and clear, breaking through the sounds of the bleating sheep and the silence of the night air. The shepherds could not make heads or tails of what was happening at first, but they were terrified. Their eyes were wide with fear and their hearts were beating out of their chests. Finally, their vision focused on one figure in the light who spoke to them, saying, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid, they thought. How can you not be afraid when the whole world has turned upside down? Then the beautiful voice continued, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. For to you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. Were the shepherds hearing that message right? This angel by now, they knew that that was all this could be. This angel told them that a baby who was a savior had been born for them, for them. 
for this ragtag group of dirty, smelly, outcast shepherds. The baby had been born for them. Someone had been born to love and save the likes of them. As soon as the angel's amazing message was delivered, the sky was filled with even more light and color and movement as a multitude of angels, a whole crowd of angels, suddenly appeared, flying in the air all around them. The angels began to sing in voices so high and beautiful and terrible all at once. Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace among those whom he favors. And then as quickly as the light and the color and the music came, it disappeared, and the shepherds were left in the darkness of the hillside once again. But all the darkness they had ever known, the darkness of the night sky, the darkness of being outcasts, the darkness of poverty and hard labor, the darkness of loneliness and of aching bodies, and a sense of hopelessness as one day of dull routine followed another, the darkness of any grief that was weighing them down, of any sin clinging closely to their spirits, the darkness of Roman occupation and oppression. All the darkness they had ever known was swallowed up by the glorious light that had come among them on the hillside and changed their lives forever. To their great surprise, they found that they were no longer afraid. Now they felt nothing but unbridled joy. They jumped up and down and wheeled and danced and hugged each other and even hugged some of the sheep nearby. They sang and laughed and shouted for joy. And in their joy, they took off running for the town of Bethlehem because they knew, they just knew that they had to find this baby. They had to lay their eyes on this one who had been born for them. This one who had already saved them in ways they did not yet understand. So they picked up their robes and started running. Some inner force guided their steps until they arrived at a very unlikely place for a Messiah to be born. A humble stable filled with the sweet breath of animals. As they entered the stable, they saw the exhausted-looking young mother recovering from childbirth and her attentive husband seeing to her every need. And there, in between them, wrapped up in bands of cloth, lying on a bed of hay in a manger where animals usually feed, was a baby boy. He looked like any newborn baby, small, helpless, vulnerable, making small baby noises as he adjusted to this new world of darkness and light, of cold and hunger, of pain and joy, of life and death, of love and hope. The shepherds all knelt down there before the baby, and their words began to spill out of them to the mother and the father as they told them about the angels and the light and the song about the promise of a world changed forever. The mother and father listened and nodded as if they already knew this baby was born to save all people. Even the animals seemed to listen and nod as if they understood. Eventually, 
Though they wanted to stay in that place with that baby for the rest of their lives, the shepherds had to return to their flocks on the hillside. But as they did, they knew that everything had changed, not just for this night, but forever. Joy had come to the world. Peace and hope had been born. Love had arrived. For the rest of their lives, they would search for him and long for him and seek to follow him and love him and give thanks by the way they lived their lives for the good news and the salvation that had come to them and to all the world that dark, cold, beautiful, bright night. Joy to the world, my friends. Today, like the shepherds before us, we have run to Bethlehem to see this greatest of all gifts that God has given to us and to the whole world, the gift of his son, Jesus, lying in a manger. No matter who we are or where we are today, this gift has been given to us, young and old, rich or poor or somewhere in between, healthy or battling illness or depression or addiction, surrounded by loved ones or feeling all alone, filled with deep joy or in the depths of grief. No matter who we are or where we are, Jesus has been born just for us. This gift should make us want to jump up and down, wheel and dance and hug each other, laugh and sing and shout for joy. This great good news should make us want to pick up our robes and run out into the streets and share it with everyone we meet. But before we go, let's take just a moment and kneel before this baby, look into his face and listen for God's voice whispering to us in the silence of these holy moments. You are loved. You are so loved that I came to be with you. I am with you. Emmanuel, I am with you. I know the world can sometimes be scary and hard, but do not be afraid. Come what may, I am with you. I will always be with you. You are loved. Look into his face and see there all the grace and mercy, the peace and hope, the love, joy, and promise of salvation we could ever need gathered in that one small baby. My friends, unto us this day is born a Savior who is Christ the Lord. He is born for you and for me today. He is born for the whole world. Nothing will ever be the same. And all the darkness that ever was or ever will be is swallowed up by his light. And our task today is simply to join our voices with the choirs of angels and all believers of every time and place and forever sing with them. Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, 
peace among those whom God favors. Alleluia, Christ is born, joy to the world. Merry Christmas, amen.